Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Some good news for working moms here in Minnesota and Wisconsin that uh, the two states rank right near the top in uh, a, a survey put together by Wallet Hub. Uh, 2023's best and worst states for working moms. And the good news is Minnesota is right there. And joining us tonight on the program is. Kate Peruschek, Deputy Commissioner, Minnesota Department of Labor and Industry. Kate, good to visit with you. Thanks for joining us. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me on. And it is good news. I I guess uh, without even reading the article, I would assume that uh, of all the states in the union, Minnesota would be top 10, and sure enough, it's there. And I expect we're only going to grow in that ranking in the years to come. Yeah, and there, there are a number of factors that go into this. I, I remember uh, my wife always worked. My mom worked uh, all the way through when, when my brothers and I were, were growing up. So she was a working mom. My wife was a working mom. And daycare is a big part of the equation, isn't it? I mean, let's oh, face absolutely. it. That, that's number one. Yep. Having access to affordable child care is really key. The affordable part is is what's needed for Minnesota working moms. Yeah, and what what can government's role be in all of that? Because um, I, I work full-time in the printing business, and as a matter of fact, one of the women just had a child not long ago and came back to work, and I, w- I was part of a, a conversation uh, about daycare, and I was blown away. At the, at the cost of daycare. I, I'm a little bit yeah, out of touch. Really My kids are grown, but it, it is unbelievable. It really is. It really is. And I think, you know, affordable child care has been a priority for Governor Walls and the Walls administration. So there have been a number of proposals to help, you know, grow child care centers throughout the state. There's shortages, particularly in greater Minnesota. And also support families directly so that they can afford child care, such as through early learning scholarships, which helps you know lower income families be able to afford child care. Yeah, I also, there's other initiatives like universal pre-K and um, initiatives like that too. So once kids are older, they could you know go to go to pre-K instead, and yeah, pay less or pay nothing at all. Yeah, absolutely. I I would also think a, a part of that is uh, creating an environment that encourages people to get into the daycare business, if you will, because we were fortunate enough to have a family friend 
when when our daughters were young, we were able to take uh, the the girls to to a family friend, and and she had a mm-hmm. daycare business, and it worked out great. It, it was still expensive, I, I, but it, it was a family friend. It was familiar. It was trusted. It just flat out access to daycare, I would assume, can be an issue uh, here in the cities and all around the state. Definitely. There are shortages all around. But to to your point, attracting people to that type of work is hard because it's not well paid either. That's the problem, too. Like we're trying to support mothers and families on the one hand to be able to afford what daycare costs, but those centers aren't really able to afford to pay their workers. So it's kind of a it's a tough cycle. There's so many different types of care, too family friend and neighbor or center care or family child care providers and having a mix of those um, options available is really important to support working parents. Yeah, and I think one of the the perfect scenarios is I know some of the larger employers have in-house daycare. It, what a great situation that is. Oh, absolutely. Wouldn't that be, wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah, Take it right where you work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and, and there are some of those uh, unfortunately, most folks are employed by small employers who don't have the resources. And that kind of gets mm-hmm. back into, you know, going forward, what can the state do? You, you, you talked about the Walls administration. Um, Wisconsin's doing some things very well. You know, what what really works to make a great environment uh, for, for women to not only pursue their careers, but, but also have access to daycare and properly take care of their children? Right. I would say, and you may have heard, the biggest push right now is for paid family and medical leave so that you know, working parents are able to take paid time off of work to care for a new baby or their own health, um, such as an, their own serious health condition or even to care for an aging loved one. Because specifically for, for women, working women, and a lot of the caregiving responsibilities fall on women. And so they have a difficult time um, exiting the workforce temporarily and so sometimes they have to make the difficult choice of not working at all leaving the leaving the labor force entirely um and so trying to find a way to support families through paid family and medical leave i think would be a enormous step forward for working parents in this state i i think one of the concerns on on the flip side is that is you know can small businesses in particular once again the lion's share of people work for small businesses can they afford that? And well, and it's a it's a shared model. So employers yeah. and employees pay in a self insurance model. And I think the big thing to remember too is no matter the size of your employer, every worker is going to need paid time off at some point. So we have to keep that in mind as well. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, for small businesses, it's a retention issue too, and loyalty, and being able to maintain your workforce too. I, and this list, you, you, you kind of look at, at this particular list, actually all the metrics used by, by WalletHub, Wisconsin finished slightly ahead of Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota, though, ranked you know, number one in child care, uh, number nine in professional opportunities, and then uh, work-life balance, 16. Um, that, that's the thing. And Jonathan and I opened the show talking about our, our moms and I, my mom worked full time and I I take a step back and I think about, you know, what she did, you know, full time as a nurse and then taking care of three rowdy boys, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, my 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 dad was in the mix as well, but you know, it, it is it is quite a job, and and for for working moms and what they take on, um, all, all the support we can provide collectively is is a big part of of that. Absolutely. And I think, too, trying to make sure that we have opportunities for women to participate in an advance in high-wage, high-demand careers so that, you know, we're also addressing the, the gender pay gap that has just persisted over time. You know, women on average make 81 cents for every dollar a man makes in Minnesota. So what efforts can we take to help um, get, you know, more women into those high-wage, high-demand jobs, too? And joining us on the program, Kate Perushek, Deputy Commissioner, Minnesota Department of Labor and Industry, on this Mother's Day. Once again, an annual study from the financial site WalletHub has Minnesota ranked six on the list of best uh, states for working mothers. Uh, Wisconsin does get bragging rights. They rank slightly higher when all the metrics are, are taken into consideration. There's a lot of talk about what other countries do, and I'm sure in your job, um, you know, there's models in Europe and other parts of the world where they're doing right by working moms. Talk a little bit about that and maybe where we can improve and and what they're doing in other parts of the world to, to, uh, to help working moms. Well, I know we've we've discussed this a little bit, but, you know, paid family and medical leave is key and important, a place where the United States is lagging very far behind. But I think in Minnesota, we have been innovative for a number of years now. I'm so proud to say that um, on Mother's Day nine years ago, then Governor Dayton signed the Women's Economic Security Act into law here in the state. And that was a package of 14 bills designed to support um, women in the workplace. And we're continuing to make progress. So under Governor Walz's leadership, as of a year ago, uh, women can now take breaks to express milk at work for their infants um, without losing pay. We're the third state in the nation now that provides that paid compensation time to take breaks to express milk at work. So we're really proud of that initiative as well. Just a couple examples. Going forward, what, what can we do? Uh, what what would continue to move this in a direction where uh, that that work life balance is where it should be for moms? I think continuing that focus on affordable, accessible, and possibly subsidized childcare, better jobs, quality public schools, earn sick and safe time would be another great initiative. Um, I know something that's moving through the legislature right now, too, would be a state-administered retirement savings plan for workers who don't have a plan through their employer. So ensuring that working mothers and women have economic security throughout their lifetime. So if they need to take time off work to care for themselves, a new baby, a loved one, um, they're able to maintain their income and have you know retirement security down the line, too. Well, Kate, good good to visit with you tonight. We we certainly appreciate your thoughts. Absolutely. Thanks again for having me. Kate Perushek, Deputy Commissioner, Minnesota Department of Labor and Industry. And you can go to Wallet Hub, uh, check out those rankings. But it, it is really interesting. It, you, you look, uh, number one, Massachusetts, number two, Rhode Island, then Connecticut, 
uh, the District of Columbia, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Vermont, New Jersey, Maine, and Delaware all rank in the top ten in these metrics. And as I brought up with Kate, there, there is that challenge because a lot of people were saying, well, I paid for a daycare, and that that's true. Uh, my wife and I found a way to pay for daycare once upon a time, but as I heard a uh, couple of weeks back, when when a woman I work with during the week returned to work, and and what the daycare expense was, they had to make a difficult decision as a family on how they were going to be able to, and to pay the bills, they both need to work, and in this circumstance, they both couldn't work first shift because they couldn't afford the daycare. I mean, the simple fact of the matter is, they made a decision. So this person had to put in her notice, find a new job, and I can't remember. I believe it's second shift, not third shift. Third shift's tough. So dad works first shift. Mom works second shift so they can pay the bills. Now, I I think you'd say, well, you know, everyone's got to make sacrifices. Both hardworking people, but they just can't flat out afford the daycare. Not going to name names. Not important. The point being is, is that maybe as a society, we need to do more so these good, hardworking people can work for a shift, afford daycare, pay the bills, and be at home in the evening as a family. Just a thought. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 